Hello, and welcome to the Shipwreck Archive. Thank you. Would you happen to have Frau Maria's Art of the Sea? Here we are. Enjoy! The men on a small rocky island settled in to rest. Exhausted from a long day of labor and facing equally hard work the next day. Their ship, the Frau Maria, was clearly doomed, but they intended to keep her afloat as long as possible and to salvage as much of her cargo as they were able. When they awoke the next morning, the ship was gone. Overnight, she had filled with water and sank to the bottom of the sea. With her went a vast fortune of precious goods belonging to one of the most powerful people in the entirety of Europe, Catherine the Great. The Hermitage was the showpiece of Catherine the Great's taste, wealth, and patronage of the arts. It was a place not only to raise her prestige, but also the prestige of all of Russia in the eyes of Europe. With this in mind, Catherine the Great had not spared any expense when filling the Hermitage with exquisite art pieces and a wealth of treasures. It was, therefore, of no great surprise that when it was announced that there was to be a large art auction in the Dutch Republic, Catherine the Great made sure that she was represented to add to her already large collection. The collection at auction was the collection of a deceased lumber merchant who was known to have collected a lot of the Dutch masters. It was certainly not something that Catherine the Great could ignore. The Frau Maria, the ship selected to carry Catherine the Great's newly acquired art from the auction, was not an assuming ship. It certainly did not look like a treasure ship. The Frau Maria was a standard Dutch two-masted wooden merchant ship, such as those that sailed in and out of Amsterdam every day. It was not just a cargo of art that she carried either. Precious metals, sugar, and coffee also filled her hold, and some people think some of this was also headed for the court of Catherine the Great. It is Hard to tell exactly what all in the hold of the Frau Maria was for the Empress of Russia. Often the rulers of Europe did not have to pay customs on their goods, and so they were omitted from lists that would have otherwise kept track of the last cargo of the Frau Maria. It is estimated that there were probably at least 21 paintings by Dutch masters, though some counts put the number at 27 all of them carefully packed in sealed metal tubes of tin or lead for the voyage by ship. Sailing into the Baltic Sea, the Frau Maria hit stormy weather that lasted for days. Already through their voyage, the Frau Maria had suffered from more rain and heavy seas than would have been preferred. But once they were past the Danish port of Elsinore, the seas became more than the little ship could manage. Slowly, they were tossed off of their course without anyone on the ship realizing how far they were being taken from their expected sea route. 
Indeed, the first hint that they had that they were not where they had thought was when the Frau Maria hit a submerged rock hard off the coast of Finland. This would not be the end for the ship, however. A huge wave lifted her from the rock and set adrift once more into another rock. This collision was even worse, breaking off their rudder and leaving them without means to steer the ship to safety. Badly damaged, the ship was leaking and in serious and obvious danger. All of the crew manned the pumps, desperately trying to save her. But as the crew wore out, the leak also began to get worse, making it a losing race. With his crew about to collapse from exhaustion, Captain Lorenz made the difficult decision to abandon ship. The crew got in the ship's boat and headed to one of the many rocky small islands that dotted the area. It made for a cold and uncomfortable night, but at least they were not in any danger of going down with the Frau Maria while they slept. To the amazement of the crew the next morning, they awoke to find that the Frau Maria was still above water. While the ship had clearly been dealt a mortal blow, that it was still afloat at all filled Captain Lawrence with a new hope. Perhaps they would be able to save her precious cargo. He and his men rowed back to the Frau Maria and once more manned the pumps. For the next few days, the crew's efforts managed to keep the ship afloat while they battled to reach the cargo and save what they could, which was a hard and thankless task. The first hint that Captain Lawrence had that they were not winning the race against the water was when he tasted the water from the pumps and realized that it was sweet. He immediately realized with some despair that the water had reached the cargo of sugar. Things were to get worse, however. Next, the pumps started to bring up coffee beans. This was to prove to be the final blow to the Frau Maria. Slowly, as they pumped water from the ship, more and more coffee beans from the cargo were brought up, until finally they clogged the pumps entirely, rendering them unusable. The crew retreated with a little bit of the cargo that they had managed to rescue, and camped out for another night on the cold, rocky island. They had hoped to return to the ship the next morning and continue their work, but it was not to be. Without pumps in full functioning order, they had not been able to remove enough water to keep her afloat overnight. The Frau Maria was no longer on top of the ocean. Considering the value of her cargo, as well as the owner, the crew must have known that there was likely going to be trouble over this. And there was. Catherine the Great was not the sort of person who would allow a fortune of art that she had personally sent word to acquire disappear from her grasp. As soon as word reached Russia of what had happened to the Frau Maria, Russia began to correspond with Sweden, who then were in control of Finland, wanting to know how it was that the paintings could be retrieved. For the next two years, the Swedish government received messages about the art and whether or not the Frau Maria had been located and if it was in a position to be refloated. The hopes of all these letters were that in their sealed metal containers, the precious art might still be in good condition. In the end, 
there was no action that brought the ship back to the surface or found where the paintings had gone. With some apparent reluctance, the matter was dropped, and the Frau Maria was forgotten. In 1979, documents relating to the wreck were rediscovered in the Finnish National Archives, and interest reignited over 200 years later. Still, the question remained the same. Where exactly was the Frau Maria? It was finally found in 1999 by a team led by Renaud Koivasari, whose imagination had been sparked by the initial documents from the Finnish archives. He had hoped that as the finder, he would be able to get salvage rights and finally reclaim the long-lost art of Catherine the Great, but he was to be disappointed. What was to follow instead was a decades-long legal battle. Matters are more complicated still due to the international nature of the Frau Maria and her cargo. The Finnish government holds control over its territorial waters. It was a Dutch ship, and the cargo was owned by a Russian empress. In this flurry of governments laying claim, a single person is quickly lost. It was ruled by the courts that Finnish law put control over the artifacts and the ship in the hands of the Finnish National Board of Antiquities. Koivasari was not the final person to lay claim on the ship, however. Russia has also made an argument for their rights, stating that the cargo was by no means abandoned by the owner, citing Catherine the Great's many letters inquiring about possible salvage. Russia has argued that they should be able to reclaim the paintings that were once lost to the sea. As of yet, no one has touched the cargo of the Frau Maria, and she still lays at the bottom of the icy Baltic waters. Recent diving has shown her to be in remarkably good condition, and there has now been 3D modeling work done in the hopes of reducing diving and therefore damage to the wreck. There indeed is the hope of all who fight for control over her, that there is a possibility, just as Catherine the Great had thought 200 years ago, that the paintings might still be safe. They were in sealed metal tubes, and the waters of the Baltic are cold enough that they are well known to preserve ships as they were when they went down. There is still a chance that a fortune of art is still safely stowed in the hold of the Frau Maria, just as it was when the ship went down. It is certainly a possibility that has made people fight for the remains of the inconspicuous Dutch merchant ship. For more information about the 3D modeling project, please see The Baltic Unveils Treasured Secrets with the help of Sunto Divers from June 13, 2019. And for more information about the Frau Maria, please see our sources in the description below. Thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting the Shipwreck Archives. See you soon.